Hello, welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. We're, we're four, four friends, friends discuss <sighs> movies that they love, but nobody else does. I'm Elaine. I don't know. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror, thriller. I have science fiction, fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is John's pick. 2020's Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson. I don't know why I had a dramatic pause there. <laughs> I don't know either. But it seemed like an overly long dramatic pause. Mm-hmm. A little bit too much. So, this is about a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Uh, precocious is not the right adjective for this kid. Awful? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty fucking Shitty. Awful. Yeah, he is definitely a shit kid. He's a shit kid. A neglected and shitty 12-year-old. He's neglected, but he's also, like, evil? A little bit evil. Yeah. Smidgen evil. No, he's evil. Patrick Um, Bateman-esque. He had a little girl tied to a chair and tortured her. He's definitely the good son. He's not a little evil. (laughs) No, he's small, though. That's a lot evil. I mean, the hitman has him saving his phone as a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> when your hitman calls you little shit, that's when you know you're bad. You know you're a bad mother. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this movie mm-hmm. has a forty-five percent on the tomatoes that are rotten, mm-hmm. a five point nine out of ten on IMDb, and a forty uh, percent Metacritic score. So mm-hmm. in all Which accounts, is really high on Metacritic. Metacritic doesn't just give out scores like that. Well, no. And um, oh, the financial stuff. I didn't write that down either. I don't, you know. Elaine's like well, gonna up? look that up for us real quick. But this came out like 2018. No, 2020. Oh, so this is like what was that look this that is came mid-pandemic out when movies didn't come out. I don't think this even had a thea- theatrical release. They went right to. Stream. I remember it coming out. I just don't remember where. I thought I saw it like streaming because yeah, I was, was kind of hyped to see it at first. When, you know. Yeah, I wanted to see it. It looked good, but I think it did got it just straight. To, uh, it does not say what the um, budget was. Okay, but the. Opening weekend was a hundred and eight thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and it grossed one point six million worldwide. So it uh, doesn't say what the budget was. Though. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and, and say that they paid seven. Well, was more this? Than that. I don't feel like they advertised really. They didn't. No, they, was this? Re- I mean, was this like a indie release? It's gotta be. Yeah. It made a hundred eight thousand dollars starring Mel Gibson. I know it said in the trivia that the writers. Um, I wrote the screenplay in 2006, and they'd been shopping it around for 10 years. So they've been trying to get this uh, uh, film made for a while. And hey, who are the writers? (laughs) Um, Let me scroll back up. (laughs) (laughs) Ian Nelms and Isham Nelms. Anything that we would have seen them do before? Um, mm, Have you seen Waffle Street? No. Have you seen Night of the Dog? No. How about something in 2004 called Squirrel Trap? Oh, that old uh, chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the director in this, dear Opus? Um, this is directed by... Hold on. Got to go back. Same people. Uh, so they would have done nothing but uh, squirrel nuts there. Wrote and directed yeah. it. So, um, starring Mel Gibson, welcome back to the podcast. From Signs. 
from signs. Signs everywhere are signs. Mm-hmm. Is that the only thing we have him in? Yes. Wow. Tony Bell was like, Richard. I swear we talked about it in signs. He's never been on the podcast. I mean, we before. talk about <laughs> Lethal Weapon every episode, but we just right. haven't done this, anything with Mel Gibson yet. Because that's had to be a birthday pick. Yeah. Because Mel Gibson does, let's be real, good movies. Well, let's be honest, not always. Well, <laughs> he did a, he did good movies in the beginning and now he just kinda does whatever he can get, I think. After yep. the whole I think he does whatever he wants now. Yeah, but after his breakdown, nobody wants to watch right. Mel Gibson in a movie, so who cares about I mean, what I, he did after I don't, that? I haven't he, seen it recently, but I didn't hate, like, Bird on a Wire, Conspiracy no, Theory. But he also doesn't need the money, because he, he well, made... Yeah, that's also that. Like, he financed Passion of the Christ, and yeah. that made all the money. All so the money. he never has to work again. No. I think he bought he, I think he does what he wants. It, yeah. Not that he needs to. He's, that's not a Nicolas Cage situation. No. <laughs> but, um, so, also starring... Gene... What's her name? I'm her, sorry. It's Marianne Jean-Baptiste. Ah. Ruth. She plays Ruth Kringle. Welcome back to the podcast from Takers. Takers. She was Idris Elba's uh, crack sister. addict sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was very good in that. Mm-hmm. She was like very good her. in that. And uh, the guy who plays Skinny Man. Is Walter Goggins. I didn't see him as a welcome back to the podcast. Uh, he was in, uh, I, think I, I see him and I remember him in Shanghai Noon. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Royal Banyan Gang. He's been a lot game. of stuff. He was in Predators. He was in Hateful Eight. He was in Django. Django. He, he was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Oh, that piece of shit. He was no. in Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that piece of shit. It's not Justified, I think, is his, is one of his bigger things. But he's a working actor. But that yeah. kid, I looked at his... He, has, he only has 22 acting credits, I think. But, but he's seven. <laughs> but it's a lot of shows where he did like 54 episodes of this and 33 episodes of this. And wow. I'm like, Jesus! <laughs> oh, it's because it's voice work. Yeah. But still, he has to sit there and do it. <laughs> I was oh, like, only damn, the, this kid yeah, has a career. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing like voice work in cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. But it still takes time to do that. I was like, damn, this kid's busy. <laughs> Yeah. He was on Good Morning in America. <laughs> All right, so what did you think going in, Elaine? I thought, I wonder if this is any good. <laughs> Riveting. Carly? I thought, never heard of it. I don't know what it's about at all. Detail. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to see this. I remember looking it up a couple times trying to find it somewhere, and I just it just fell through the cracks on me. So oh. I was excited to see this. Okay, well, there's two reviews, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. One of them said that they really liked the movie, and one said it was shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, so let's get started, shall we? Okay. Mm-hmm. One review I saw said, this movie's not good, but Mel Gibson's amazing in it. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take. Well, we open with a man cleaning off his car, a little snow, a little snowy mm-hmm. village. It appears it had snow the night before, because that's when you notice things, like someone clean off snow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cut to a boy at a desk. He's got a Napoleon-looking fellow behind him, and it never comes up. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's just Napoleon. I don't think it's Napoleon. It know. might be Napoleon, but I don't think so. But it looks like Napoleon, and it just sticks out, because it's a big, giant painting. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're going on about this painting way too long. Maybe it's your. Maybe it'll turn out to be your favorite tertiary object. We it might know. be. It might be. That's spoiler territory right there. Be careful. All right. So he has four best of ribbon, best in show ribbons. They're blue ribbons on his jacket. Which I thought he was going to be have dog show. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I thought there was going to be some tiny annoying little chihuahua involved here. And no. Why, and why do you I wear thought, them back? Who wears to the place? all of them at once? 
And yeah, they look like all clustered together because, like it was well, in one pin. <laughs> yeah, that that was my question. Why didn't you space them out a little bit? Well, I have to text it Will. It kind of made sense that he was wearing them because he's going back. <laughs> no. Spoilers, they're for a science fair. But he's going back. The science fair is being judged this year, today. So he's wearing them, I guess, to honor himself as a previous Best in Show. <laughs> so he can add to his collection, that's, I guess, for the picture for the school paper. I guess that's, that's actually a bad idea because then, but, oh, he's won it. Let's let somebody else win. So, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, this just in. We'll just send a bunch of DoorDash to our house. Again? I what happens is Will 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 come over and he loves DoorDash. He'll come over our house and hang out like on Friday or something, uh-huh. and he'll order Dog some trash. free DoorDash. And we're like, okay, fine. And we all do the DoorDash. And then over thing. the weekend, food shows but up. But then he doesn't switch his address back. So then the <laughs> next thing he orders comes to our house. So Amanda's like, I just got a bunch of breakfast food from Will, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Be pissed. Too bad we're not recording at our house. We could have had right? a big giant breakfast. Send him a yeah. message. Thanks. I mean, we did breakfast every court. Amanda Semi said, Tell Will thanks for the country fried steak, hash browns, bacon, eggs, and toast. <laughs> this is the second time. Last time it was like oh, six last, pizzas. No, last time, it, last time it was like $90. And it wasn't a big deal. We all kick in or whatever. But he was like, You order all these pizzas and wings and shit because we were having like a little mini get together. And then. The next day, he ordered DoorDash, but he didn't do it right, and it sent it all back to our house. It and was like, the exact the same food, and we're like, we just threw away the rest yeah, of this so stuff. To, we're to just delivering pizzas, pizzas to, to my parents' house, because he lives in Richmond. He's not going to come get it. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently he did that again. So thanks for the breakfast, Will, when so, you listen to this. Hey, Will, you're dog trash at ordering DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yep, that's a thing. <laughs> All right, anyway. So uh, this kid, we'll call him Billy, mm-hmm. is writing a letter to Santa. And he calls for uh, his maid for his project to be brought up. And this spoiled little fucker, that's actually what he wrote, mm-hmm. learns that his father won't be coming home for Christmas. Mm. And he runs into his grandmother. His grandmother says that she, you know, she's just not going to be able to make it to the science fair today. But bring home the blue. His grandmother is in a wheelchair, and she has oxygen. oxygen She's yeah. obviously very so, sick. I mean, I think it would have been a given that she wasn't coming, yeah. but I guess she had to say it. Okay, sure. So, well, Billy's going to be alone. We sh- I mean, there's enough staff that she probably could, I mean, if she was not, like, actively sick, she probably could have had an entourage <laughs> wheeling her but, around but, but, this thing. I think it shows that we could have sympathy for this kid. His parents are, his father isn't coming. Who knows what happened to his mom? His grandma's sick. So there is some sympathy and justification for him to be kind of a yeah. shit kid. Well, they, they don't want kids to be absolutely evil. How, it's got to be somebody else's fault. However, however, this kid is absolutely evil. And Spoilers. also, it's a science fair. It's not like, you know, getting his black belt or he's not like he's fucking curing some disease. It's a science fair for a high school or a grammar school, isn't it? Yeah. And he's H-12, won four, so he's won like four years in a row. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's like cool, middle school science fair. It's not a big deal. It's like your parents not going to every football game or something. You're like, look, man. <laughs> you know, we went to the last 20. We're missing this one. We'll come to the next one. I know? get the impression that dad doesn't make it for No, no, no. Yeah. He, he took his girlfriend to Bahamas. Jamaica or something. Yeah. Whatever. Bahamas. Bahamas. All right, so he leaves the letter with the maid, and he takes off. We cut to Chris, who's outside shooting cans, <laughs> which is what I would like to imagine that Santa does do in the offseason because sure. he's got time to kill. He doesn't make the toys. <laughs> Santa's pro-gun. Remember that, folks. <laughs> Anyway, so Ruth comes by to check on him, and they talk about, you know, payments being late, and, you know, they have to pay for their electric, and they have all these bills, and they need the money to come in, 
And Chris says, well, I'm going to go check the P.O. box tomorrow. Okay. And she says, have fun shooting your trash, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but I was very confused by this Ruth character at first. Is she Santa's assistant? Is she at the first head it elf? seems that way, yeah. But she's not. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I was, I was racking my brain trying to remember what Santa Claus's wife's name was. And then I was like, do we Just ever Mrs. find Claus. out? <laughs> Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Kringle. And the and, other thing was, they show his name. I always thought Chris Kringle, I've always heard it, was with K's. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they're just doing around. I think they want to get away from the KKK okay. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Teaches them. Possibly. Sounds Wait. like Will's calling you back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's right back. You owe me forty dollars, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 like, like mm. Anyway. No, he's usually like, man, <laughs> you're right. I did do that wrong. I guess you got breakfast. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a shit, but it's just funny because he keeps forgetting to switch it back. <laughs> I feel like I want to start ordering DoorDash at Tony's house. <laughs> Apparently, it's all the rage. <laughs> I will say that pizza guy and I were very confused. Because yeah. he's like, you didn't order pizza? And I'm like, no. we didn't no. order $80 And then with he a pizza. said the name, and I was like, ah. oh. <laughs> So, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Will, put your shit on receipt. This involves you, too. I'm going to start ordering random shit to Tony's house, but I'm going to put it in your name, Will. Oh. And you're all going to forget until, oh, that motherfucker! Because you're going to think it was Will. It's a double cross. Meanwhile, Will's going to be like, no, I didn't. And he's going to be checking his account. Did somebody steal money? The, the double, double cross. Oh. It's going to be weird shit. Let me think about it. <laughs> Like, did you order ice cream and pizza together? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought the Ninja Turtles were coming That would over. be funny. That, they do go together, though. <laughs> Not at the same time. First you eat the pizza, then you eat the ice cream. No, the Ninja Turtles put ice cream on their pizza. Oh, gross. Just because you order ice cream and pizza doesn't mean you have to put the ice cream on the pizza. Well, they did in the cartoon is what I'm getting at. Jesus Christ, why are you having yeah, a hard time with this? Yeah, but I'm just saying that's not a weird thing to order. Wait, wait till we it's get to scooby like you can, It's not like you can order pizza with ice cream already on it. You have to do that yourself so you don't have to. I'm going to send Carly the elf breakfast. <laughs> oh, that's that reminds me. I was watching the Great British Bake Off Holiday Edition. Mm -hmm. and they Whoa. Did, they did illusion cakes, and one of the ladies made that elf breakfast, and it was a cake. And she said, it's not going to look... Like something you want to tuck into, but it's going to taste good. Because it was a cake. When <laughs> she made the noodles out of white chocolate, it looked amazing. I mean, awful, but amazing. <laughs> All right, so anyway, we cut to Donald, who brings the skinny man a baseball bat. Skinny man inspects it. Um, he puts on his white gloves, and we find out that Donald got this bat when he was 11. Says a little tag on it. Made it Santa's, Santa's workshop. workshop. Mm -hmm. He's like, well... Um, why are you selling it? He's like, oh, well, I want to send my kid to space camp. Why is this always a thing? I don't know anybody who's ever gone to space camp. But no. in TV and movies, they're always sending some fucker to, to space camp. Mm. I don't know if space camp is real. I'm sure it probably is. I think it is. I watched the show. I remember the movie, the space camp. But yeah, I guess it is. I don't you know, know if it is anymore, but yeah, I remember right. it was at one point. So they negotiate price. Donald wants 2000 Skinny man's like, I'll give you 900 He's like, well, it's like 900 or you could fuck off. Kind of like... <laughs> Pawn stars, yeah. or whatever. And it's like, and I'm like, $2,000 for a bat? <laughs> made by Santa. Uh, made by Santa's people. Yeah, it wasn't actually made by Santa. Has it been authenticated? <laughs> well, I mean, it has the little mark. I guess that's what um, Skinny Man was doing. Yeah, he had his gloves on and the big light and the thing. You could tell he was into it. He has a whole room full of trophies of little Santa toys. And he collector. is, um, the bad guy is labeled, uh, um, labeled. Yeah, we'll go with label. Skinny Man in the IMDb. So that's what I called him. Because for a while, I'm like going through him, like, what the fuck is this yeah, guy's what is name? His name? Yeah, what's his name, man? All right, so we cut back to Billy, who's at the science fair. 
and he does not win the best in show ribbon. Son of a bitch. Some girl named Christineth wins. <laughs> Thanks. And he's like, wait a minute. Because during, right as he's getting this red ribbon, <laughs> number two, runner up. Runner up. He's talking about how hydroelectric is yada, yada, yada. And we never see what her, pro her no. uh, project was. I really want it to be something really simple. Yeah. Like, oh, look, and she made beans jump with Alka-Seltzer. Yeah. clock that runs <laughs> off of potatoes yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, something you'd expect a little kid to do in a science yeah. fair. And he's got this hydroelectric project. I wanted that to be the project that whooped him. But whatever. But they don't show us that. They show us her with her parents being overwhelmed mm -hmm. and so grateful and all this stuff. And and he's like, that little bitch. <laughs> he walks over and tells the, excuse me, I think there's been a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here's the runner-up. Let's get a picture. And he's like, why don't you eat a whole bag of dicks? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we cut to Skinny Man, who's eating some cheese out of somebody's fridge. Uh, he lurks around their house. It's not creepy at all when he goes into their bedroom while he's eating the cheese, takes a phone call, and then shoots them both. Puts the ass in Assassin. Yeah. You need to get that, whoever that was. I mean, half the table's on their phones right now. I have to text Stephanie at work. No, no. She to seal the truck and doesn't know where the paperwork is. We don't need the entire world to know that all of this stuff. <laughs> and Amanda's sending me, like, the swimsuit issue of fucking pictures of this food. I'm like, I get it, Amanda. It's food. It's not amazing. <laughs> I why it's so amazing to you. Well, perhaps we'll share some on our Facebook page when this there episode you go. releases. Thank you, Will, for the food. All right, so. Um, skinny man steps outside to take the phone call. Uh, and we get the impression that Billy has hired him before. Uh, oh, no, we get the impression that Billy's hiring him because he lost the science fair, which is actually true. Yeah. Uh, so we cut to Chris the next day, who's driving in his red Ford pickup truck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he drives a Ford? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because we learned that later, too. It's mm -hmm. not a green Chevy. It's a red Ford. Uh, da, 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 I kind of like that he just had a red truck, though. Like an old, beat-up red truck. <laughs> I like lots of things about this Santa. Not new and fancy. <laughs> you want to put him on speaker? Ladies Hello. and gentlemen. Hey, Will, you're on speakerphone during our podcast. Again, I'm sure that's why. Not you didn't for, remember to switch the address again. Hey, next yeah, time, make sure we're home. Basically. Bye. There you go, friends. And that completes the circle. That breakfast so doesn't do me any good. I'm so not right now, I like, to, I like to envision Will listening to this episode sometime in the near future, driving or something, going, oh, there's me! Yeah. <laughs> Him and his brother will be making fun of that for a while. Mm. That's a good story. All right. So. It's fairy dust, people. So Chris is driving, and he's listening to some music, and it's not very good. But then he cuts to, like, a newsreel, and we hear that children are just fucking terrible people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dropped a bowling ball off an overpass into a car, made a 20-car pileup. Suddenly, Billy doesn't look so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it still looks bad. Another yeah, one burnt their house down. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like something's not wrong with kids, but <laughs> well, that's a person who works in a school. <laughs> and the newscaster's like, do we even need Santa Claus anymore? But so, yeah, these are like, I guess, young which, kids, and they are. Let's discuss. <laughs> this is a world where Santa Claus is real. 
Yeah, verifiably okay. real. Verifiably real. You get toys that are made in Santa's workshop, okay? Um, and is this is like saying that Santa was the only thing keeping kids good, and now it's not working, so do we even need him anymore? Is that what they're implying? Yeah, it's I think it's more of I think it's more of he keeps busy by how many good kids there are and how many good kids there are keep him alive. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously get but some kind the of radio check. guy saying, no, but the radio do we guy... even need Santa anymore? Right. Like, is he it's saying that it's not worth it? Because so, I, he gets some kind of government check. Yeah. So all the kids that get that's toys, true, he's true. getting a check from it. So that's true. I didn't so, think are they paying yeah. him Elaine's, to keep kids good? So is your hypothesis that people in general, mm-hmm. not just kids, are only good because of fear of some mystical person? Perhaps. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is this coming like, out of my If taxes? you're not good, you won't get presents. Another way to say that is, if you're not good, you're not going to heaven. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, okay. Perhaps we could be good without that. But uh, I'm just as, wondering. As my, it's been my contention since I was a young child. The only thing keeping you being a good person is that you want to get into heaven or you want toys. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> That's true. You're, you're a good person or you're not. If you're only doing it for something, you're a piece of shit. Write that down, folks. You can quote me. I'm just saying that it's kind of odd the way that the news says that. Like, what exactly are they implying here about Santa? All right, so Chris goes to the post office and grabs some mail. It looks like, hey, there's a couple package uh, pallets out in the back for you, too. Mm. Letters, I'm guessing. Yeah. And you I know mean, that- it's very close to Christmas. Like, and they it s- might be Christmas Eve. <laughs> they still do have, like, the, the mailbox letters for Santa. Yeah. <laughs> they have phone numbers and what do they do with all those letters track it on the oh, would you yeah. like to know they throw them away I'm sure <laughs> probably recycle them I hope I, I also think that's the guy I know in the post now office. that I'm thinking about this <laughs> we don't send them anywhere we just throw them away it's just standard policy it's cheaper for them because if they send them somewhere look no one's going to read all these letters no. so they get them and throw them away you know what they should do they should send them to like I don't know prisons or why would or they mili- send them to prisons because it would be fun to read, like some or where or like a mental institution, mm-hmm. just to for people who are depressed to read all these happy letters from kids. Hey Santa, I love you so much. I really want this, and this is why. And I was so good, and I did this for my sister. <laughs> like they would really be uplifting. I'm surprised they don't set or like you know send them to soldiers overseas or something like that. Oh, do you know why? Because it costs money to do all those things. But I do now that I'm thinking about the logistics of this movie. <laughs> it's very intriguing. It's you start thinking about it like they, you know what? <laughs> they don't have any contact information. We learn later for Chris. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a last name at the post office. Right, but it's been like that for a very long time. But spoilers, grandfathered in. But here's the thing: if he's getting pallets of mail. Clearly, he doesn't live, like, four days away. Like, somebody in this town knows where that man lives. No. (laughs) Because he can go over the entire... uh, He can deliver presents over the entire world in one night. He doesn't need to live close to the sleigh. Not his Ford truck. (laughs) First of all, all, he skips all of the Muslim countries because they don't believe in Santa Claus. That's easy. Well, actually, we don't know that. That they don't believe in Santa Claus? No, they don't. 
it's no, no, part of their religion. Oh. oh, that he skips over the Muslim countries? Yes. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he skips or what, or if the, he's just in America. It's all in, it's all intriguing. But <laughs> we don't know if he just has a garage where he parks his sleigh, picks up his truck, goes to get his crates of mail, takes back to his sleigh, which he puts the letters in his sleigh, and then goes to the North Pole. And space-time continues. That's true. We don't know that. He has, I mean, we know that, yes. but they don't know that. Well, he but has it's the just, time It's stuff. a thing. I feel like somebody would have figured out where that man lives. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Doesn't take what's his name very much. <laughs> Could you not get out of my hair, dog? All right. So anyway, so Chris goes to a bar and he orders a Johnny Carson, which I don't know what that is. Tony was like, I thought he was going to order a glass of milk. Yeah, I thought it was going to be some kind of crazy not milk and Kahlua this. or something, but no, it's a shot of like the big whiskey Lowski. with like uh, Rollades or something. He puts an Alka Seltzer or something in it. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Johnny Carson used to drink? Evidently, yes. All right. So the bartender. Um, is hitting on a nice chap at the end of the bar and about, hey, I'd like you under my tree later or something like that. But then she has to go in the back for more whiskey. Mm-hmm. So Chris slides over. Are you going to hit some things there? Oh, the dog's sleeping, trying to make room. Good. <laughs> so Chris walks over. He's like, hey, Mike. And the guy's like, how do you know who I am? And he talks, tells him about his wife and kids. He's like, hey, Mike, I'm going to buy you this drink. You know, if you drive for 12 hours, you can make it home in time to spend Christmas Day with your wife and kids. And the dude's like, Don't cheat on your wife, you dickwad. That too. That's the moral <laughs> of this whole little scene here. Yes. Is it Elaine's favorite scene? We'll find out. No. <laughs> we'll find <Literally>. out. <laughs> and then the guy gets a little weirded out because some weird dude with a beard knows all about you and your wife and kids. I would want to ask him I mean, a few more questions. If some stranger came up to me at a bar, and I would not be trying to cheat on Tony, it would be like, Hey, Carly. How's Tony doing? <laughs> I knew all this stuff about my life. I'd get up and leave, too. I wouldn't. Like, we need to find out what you know so much about me there, stranger. Are you stalking me? You're a lot cooler you get a you license want. plate, and I make on that car. <laughs> all right. So, uh, the bartender comes back, and she sees that Mike has left, and he's like, Chris, why is it every time you hear I go to bed alone? He's like, that must be a coincidence. <laughs> Didn't he say maybe I'm bad luck? Something like I'm that. I'm a jinx. Yeah. Or a jinx, yeah. Um, so then he has his uh, Johnny Carson, which is a Alka-Seltzer and a shot of whiskey. <laughs> and it looks like he opens up his check from the federal government, and he's not happy about it. Um, but we see on the check it is Chris Kringle. And yes, in fact, if you weren't sure by now, this is Santa Claus. <laughs> Without the E, but we'll put the E on there because we're going to watch that movie tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> one and two, or one and two and three? I think just one. Or one I, and three, because uh, that's the best. I'm not watching three because three is dog trash. Oh, but it has Martin Short in it. Huh. Martin fun. Short is amazing, but the movie's shit. Mm. Yes. I'm going to watch one, and then maybe the next day I'll watch. Have you watched the the uh, fucking what the other one with um, Wild wow, Tony? I can't think of my name. Just went out. Uh, the guy from the thing, Kurt Russell. Yeah, you know, oh, I the Christmas, Christmas Chronicles. Chronicles. No, I'm saving that. Okay. I had so, I watched it last year. I've, I've been on a Christmas like this year. I'm like I'm gonna watch all these Christmas movies. Watch movies I haven't seen before. Don't ever fucking do that. Cause oh. It's all the same fucking story. Somebody goes to a small town, falls in love, something goes wrong, and then it all works you out. It's Will's the same favorites? goddamn story every time. It's all a shitty version of Just Friends. Do you know what Will's favorite movie is? Love is Actually. This? No. Die Hard. No. Those would be fine. <laughs> His was Home Alone Two. 
Lost in New York. He loves Home Alone 2. That's all I've had to hear about for the last week. Specifically Home Alone 2. Loves Home Alone 2. Could be worse. Could be the new Home Alone, which I haven't seen. Well, I wonder, only bad I wonder if that's because that was the one that was on TV when he was a kid. Probably. Probably. That's what we're betting on. But that just makes me think of John Mulaney's uh, wishing he was a Def Jam comic when that movie came out. <laughs> He'd be like, Lost in New York? It's a grid system! <laughs> Well, if you've never been there. I know. I'm just just a joke. That it was funny. It is pretty hard to get lost in New York City properly. He's like, where are you here? Where am here? I? You want to get here and there? Numbered, man. Two yeah. over and five across, you simple bitch. <laughs> anyway. It's a funny little bit. <laughs> where am I now? La, la. All right, so with the skinny man is uh, calls a woman telling her, um, that hey, I'm from the the Times, and like oh, we love your paper. Yeah, we're doing an article on the girl who won the science fair yesterday. Can you give me her name and address? She's like, this sure, is not at sure. All suspicious. The Times. <laughs> yeah. I'm like wait a minute. So, writing uh, an article about uh, the middle science school science fair. <laughs> I don't care if Joe Biden calls an elementary school. They're not giving you some kid's home no, address. I yeah. hope not. That's yeah. never gonna happen. <laughs> They would have to get approval from her family first. No, they're going to say, okay, you give us your number. We'll contact the yeah. parents and, <laughs> and they'll, they'll call contact you. you. Yeah. But you're not getting some kid's address. No. <laughs> but in this movie, in, in a world where Santa Claus is real, they'll do that. <laughs> <coughs> mm. um, so we cut back to Billy, who's bringing his grandmother milk. And he's like, oh, grandma, you shouldn't be working. And takes all of her papers off the desk and says, hey. You go to sleep. And steal some checks. Mm-hmm. And then he does some check fraud. You know, everybody, when you're a kid, you do a little check fraud. No big deal. Except for this fucker. Yeah. Who has an elaborate check fraud accoutrement. Get all set up. He's got to pay his hitman. Yeah, that's true. So and he's got this entire elaborate setup where he forges his grandmother's signature. And so he heads to... And he kicks everybody else out. He says, all right, you're all done for the night. Heads to the basement with a sandwich, where the skinny man is just standing there. He's not startled at all, doesn't even look at him, hands him the check, puts, takes a bite of his sandwich, and then puts it down. <laughs> now here's where it gets a little weird. <laughs> There's a couple dudes there surrounding Christine who won the science fair. And Billy's like, hey, 12 volts? Not a lot. May not kill you, but it'll make your teeth shatter. And he's like doing the thing with the electricity. <laughs> with the battery, like the Mr. car battery. Like Mr. Like... Mr. Foo or what's the name? Mr. Woo? Was no. The guy in Die Hard? Or, I mean, in Mr. Joshua? No. Oh, yeah. The... Um, mm-hmm. Endo. Chin. Who's Endo. Chin? Endo. Chin, That's is, right. chin is a derogatory. No, I know, I know. That's what he said. Who's the chin? Who's the chin? Endo. Endo has forgotten more about dispensing pain than you and I will ever know. And I love that guy. He's a, he's a great actor. He was in Big Trouble in Little China. Friends die hard. Back and die That's hard. when you know shit's about to go down. And yeah. I still, I'm not, I love him in Die Hard because he eats the candy he bar. He gets candy bar? Yeah. Because <laughs> I would, you know, like, hmm. No. Snickers bar, sure. <laughs> Milky Way, you never know. Hey. Get crazy. You're in for 300, 300 million, might as well grab a candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you'll have this felony and then the misdemeanor. So, um... So he tells her that you are going to tell everybody that you cheated and you're going to surrender your first place ribbon <laughs> or I'm going to kill you. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Exactly how I'd be like, um, like anyone would be. For like, real? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it just cares about science fairs. I mean, like, there's no cash prize with it. Yeah. You've got a blue ribbon is all you got. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. 
Uh, it's not really that cool of a ribbon. <laughs> no. Looks like something you buy at Party City. It doesn't even say science fair on it. No, it, no. Just it says, says best in place. show. Yeah. So you thought it was a dog contest. <laughs> I did, because that's that. what best in show. It should be first place. Really, this kid could have just ordered one online and told no, no. his family. That no, he, he wants the whole school to know that he is the best in show. He is top dog. Mm. Yeah, that's always right. Because he's got to right. be the best. This is all this kid's got. Yeah. So, Chris arrives home and talks to Ruth about the government being there and, and wants to know, hey, where's... Right? Blah, 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 blah. Chris gets home and there's some government officials there. And he sees Ruth and they, he was like, hey, fuckface, where's the rest of my money? This is only half. Ruth is like, keep your temper under control. It's not going to help us if you fly off the handle. He goes, but it'll make me feel better. <laughs> and, and the government That's assholes. how I feel too. <laughs> I always feel better after I get it out of my system. There you go. Good job. All right. And so we learned that Chris has been as productive. He's like, well, all the kids are little shits. They don't get toys. They get cold. What do you want to do? I'm like, hey, well, you know what? We have a way out of this. Your funds are based off your present output, and you're not giving very many presents. It's like, it's okay. We have a solution. We want to hire you. So it looks like they want to use the L's for, um, for Short-term contract. Yeah. yeah. They got a great factory here. Short-term military contract. So the big Tony was like, why Why would the U.S. be... Con-? Like, <laughs> I was starting to think about, like... This is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> he was in Canada, and I'm like, is he in Canada or is he in Alaska? Where the fuck is he? And why is the government going there? Can the U.S. Can the U.S. go to Canada? And, in Canada? Yeah, he was, was like, very... It was like, I don't understand. Why does the U.S. government have anything to do with Santa Claus? Because <laughs> the government is paying him for the amount of presents I he's missed, giving to children. I missed that part in the beginning. Let's also remember but, this is a world where Santa Claus is real, and anything right, right, that you right. see is just going to be our actual one. But it's very strange. That's true. It's a move. It's a move. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, a lot of this is based on the fact that yeah sure why not <laughs> it's a movie so skinny man drops Christine off at her house and threatens to kill her her entire family even down to the sheep dog you know how much they love their sheep dogs it's a call back to takers because the other he's like do you have a dog I'll kill that too yeah, it was like Jolly Beans. I'm like, like, Jesus over a ribbon? <laughs> well, no, if she talks. I know. But it's all off of a ribbon. Listen, all right. And, and you get the impression that the, the skinny man, is even, this is ridiculous, but uh, it's a money. Like, <laughs> this is his job. He seems to enjoy his job, actually. It doesn't seem like he wants to kill this kid, but he doesn't seem to have any problem, like, killing her parents if she talks. <laughs> hey, if you enjoy what you do, you don't work a day in your life. This guy's not working for a living. He seems living. to enjoy it, based on all evidence. You know, most assassins enjoy their work. Well, in movies anyway. I don't really know why. Have we gotten to the... Did we skip over the thing with the baseball bat? Or was we, that what we, I was we texting? We talked about okay, that. Okay, that's what I was texting. You were paying attention. <laughs> but anyway. But in most movies, assassins seem to really like their job, except for Gross Point Blank, where he was trying to get out of the contract killing business. Even, very. Even... Uh, that's a show, but, you know. <laughs> Mr. Wright. He was all right killing people. Mm-hmm. Some people gotta die. Well, he tried to retire. Yeah. And one of my favorite movies, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Vince Vaughn said it best. Still never seen Haven't it. People need yet. killing. I know, I like have it on the list and it keeps getting bumped. It's been years and years and I thought I would see it by now. <laughs> There's maybe that we, dragnet. You maybe we should do that for our 250th. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I agree. I'm good with that. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. A, I do believe it's a Tony episode, though. It is scary good. I mean, if it's an anniversary. So we should do Jaws instead. Um, Ooh, Tony's voting for that now. <laughs> All right, so 
The only reason I would vote Mr. and Mrs. Smith over Jaws is because do you know how many fucking podcasts have done Jaws? All hey. they have Jaws podcasts. That's how many podcasts. <laughs> no, not many people have done Mrs. Smith by comparison. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, we cut to Ruth and Chris. Ruth, Chris, <laughs> just got that. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I wrote that down, I laughed about that. I was like, oh, Ruth, Chris. Huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, who discussed the government really being there and they're going to shut down the factory because they just don't have enough money. Ruth has an idea to get more money. And Chris agrees. Ah, good idea. And we're like, what the fuck are you talking no, about? No, it's very the money without contact, without mm-hmm. working with the government. And, and he's like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm I don't know. It seemed very it. clear to me that just it, because the government is offering for contract work, but they could get other contract work. They know other people. Mm-hmm. And he proceeds to call a bunch of people, including Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Well, he calls a bunch of billionaires. Yeah. Who, who, who and, all seem to know and we learned and what yeah. we learned is that they're all outsourcing and little kids in third world countries are really good at making toys yeah well so, no because he bids on everything it's not just toys yes but it's all being made in third world countries for cheaper yes but not and i don't toys. know why elaine has to feel the need to say it again in Be- her own words because he's the not looking for same. toy building contracts he was just looking for factory contracts mm-hmm. he could build anything assembly line mass workers yes but no one's taking any. They all have their own. So Santa puts his, his Santa outfit on, and he grabs the list. And he goes and he hits the road, and he's clearly upset. Stop it. And he tells Ruth that he has failed. And as on his way out, he grabs his whiskey. And Ruth says, oh, wait, 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 wait. Take this. And she has got some hot chocolate. And then she steals his whiskey. Mm. He's like, but it's cold outside. He, then he looks at her and says, Baby, it's cold outside. And she says, then drink the hot chocolate, motherfucker. Shouldn't say just like that. No, but that's it. No. Anyway, but you get the idea. All right. So. And then he kisses her goodbye. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's nice. So we cut to Billy, who looks at the, tr- at the tray of cookies left for Santa and takes some. Uh-huh. Like, you don't have cookies in your kitchen, you little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> or servants that can make you cookie. <laughs> if Santa's getting cookie from everybody, he probably doesn't need that many cookies anyways. If Santa ate cookies from everybody who left out cookies, he would have what's called diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's lactose intolerant. Um, that's why... That's why like, he really wants to That's why I, like, I know why this is just... there so many cookies on I know this is just another really layer like that this is a shit kid, but still it didn't, like... It doesn't really do anything to show that he's a shit kid. Mm-hmm. I mean... Kids, yeah, kids take cookies. That's fine. It's harmless. All right. So, and I actually wrote on here, the little shit, because <laughs> that's his name. All right. So, and Chris sneaks into a house. I uh, uh, he sneaks into his house. Sorry, and you can see him. He's put something. He puts something in a box. He puts it under the bed. That'll come back later. Then he goes into the bathroom. We see that he was shot in the side, <laughs> <laughs> and he cleans it up, and he gets into bed with Ruth. And this is the first time we're like, holy shit, they're married. They're married. <laughs> I mean, at I, first, it seemed like she worked for him. And then the more they talked, it seemed like, all right, relationship is closer. But as he was leaving, you can see there's a little, oh, my God, that's Mrs. Claus. They should have covered that right in the beginning. We don't need the, the surprise reveal that Ruth is Mrs. Claus the whole time. I don't, is it a surprise reveal or was it just way more obvious and we just didn't get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I had gotten it by the time the hot cocoa yes, and I, he and kissed the, her when he left. Yeah. It, well, it didn't shock me when he got into bed with her. Although no. it did shock me how that bed just bounced so much when he got it. It's not you think a very got a big couple bed. L's, you know. And it shocked me she didn't wake up when he got it. 
All right, so cut the next morning. Billy comes downstairs to open his presents, and he finds a lump of coal, and he runs outside, and he yells, You've messed up big time, fat man! This is way overdramatic. I know that it's, <laughs> it actually fits in with the movie really well, but it's way overdramatic. Like, why do you have to run out in the snow and shout it to the heavens? <laughs> yeah, you just call Canada. All right. I do think it's funny they keep calling him Fat Man, though. He's not he's even fat! fat. <laughs> he's not, it's not until later in the movie where he's not wearing like a big coat that you can see, okay, well, he's a little... He's a I mean, when... He's, he's a plump fella. He's got dad bod with a little bit of a beer gut, cookie gut, I don't know, whiskey. Cookie gut. <laughs> well, you can see that I mean, when he's, he's cleaning his bullet wound. Cookies. <laughs> yes, it's a rough diet. Evidently, not, not exactly keto. It's probably good for your health, though, because he got shot and well, lived. He's supernatural. Well, yeah, he's obviously supernatural. Because right. his bullet wound just heals. All right, so cut to the skinny man who's doing some gun training, like a gun course. Mm -hmm. And he goes through it, and the range master's like, hey. And he's terrible. Like, they could yeah, have done, done this a lot better because it wasn't that great. And the range guy's like, hey, uh, that was a course record. And he's like, yeah, let's run it again. He goes, it's Christmas. He's yeah. like, you're being compensated for this, aren't you? Yeah, let's run it again, fuckface. All right, and we cut back to Billy who's staring at his coal. And he grabs his phone and he calls the skinny man. He's got a job offer for him. He's like, oh, yeah, what's the job? He goes, I want you to kill Santa. He says, I think this will fit in well with your hobby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why does this kid know that much about you? <laughs> I don't know. It seems odd. Like, if I were an assassin who had this weird thing on the side, I, my people who paid me to kill people would not know about my hobby. I know. I was, I was waiting for it to be like his uncle or something. Like or but the, earlier the driver said, I'll put you in contact. Yeah. <laughs> but, or I was kind of thinking maybe he paid him in Santa gifts. Sure. That yeah. he stole from kids at school? No, he paid him with a check that he stole yes, from Yes, but I was kind of but I was kind of thinking that maybe him. he like at some point I expected the Santa gift to be an exchange of pain. See, this is yeah. Elaine's problem. She reads too many books where they give you way too much information. <laughs> so now like when they don't give you an overabundance of information, <laughs> she feels the need to come up with these big things to fill these things where I, it's really not that big of a deal. I like details. <laughs> it's all in the details. I want all the details. Describe She's to like, me. you know, let me fix this for you. Let's do another hour and a half me... side plot of where... <laughs> I really Just like so that. her brain will feel better about it. <laughs> to be fair, if this was a book, it would have a lot more. Oh, there'd be so much detail. We would go all in depth on why this guy collects Santa gifts and all this stuff. Not all books Look. need to be... I just got a book today. It was a wonderful Christmas gift. <laughs> Jumanji, it's 47 pages. It's probably not even 47, to be real. <laughs> That's why during the episode, I was like, I've read the book. And you're like, really? Why would you read the book and not watch the movie? Like, it was elementary school. Because <laughs> it wasn't that long. <laughs> Sometimes we forget how young you are. Um, look, there's, I have books where they just spend like three chapters discussing prehistoric um, fields of grain. Not even going to lie. Outlander? Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, the Clan of the Cave Bear series by Gene All. They're and, and very, Rice, very long. And Rice will describe the button for six paragraphs. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah, it's oh. sad, sad. I like that stuff. I'm okay with it. All right, so could we get back to this? I guess. <laughs> All right, so we cut to Santa who opens a gift for Mrs. Kringle. It's cigars. That's a quality gift right there. If you're a smoker, if you're a smoker, yes. Lots of smoking in this movie. You know what? Maybe today we'll go out and we'll get some cigars. From the... Oh, that's right. You're not going to be here. Good. I don't want to smoke cigars. Maybe <laughs> a pipe. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, I like the smell of pipe smoke. You come home and it's going to smell like pipe tobacco. And you're like, you're smoking in the house? You can get pipes. 
my friend Tommy used to smoke them. You can get a pipe tobacco to smell almost like anything. A lot of pipe tobacco smells really good. Yeah. I'm gonna get peppermint. It's not like cigarettes or weed. It's cigarettes have nice. that really like it's that tobacco. I don't think weed mint is disgusting. good though. I don't know. But that's why menthol cigarettes are so bad for you because the menthol part in it damages your lungs even worse than tobacco on its own. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> Tupac smoked Newports. He looked, that didn't kill him. <laughs> you did just put out another album. <laughs> it's a double album. It's weird. It's Lots of people smoke Newports. Talk about but the they're, pandemic. It's really... They're wor- like, menthol wait, cigarettes are worse for you than regular I hate, tobacco. I hate Newports because my aunt used to work for Newport in her promotional stuff. You don't even know how much Newport merch my family owned. I think there's oh, still yeah. some in that Umbrellas, house. beach towels. Yeah, we beach found coolers, so jackets, much. t-shirts. It'd be a lot cooler sunglasses. if it was the Joe Camel Anything stuff. else? Yes. The Joe Camel stuff like was really, was, of Good its Lord. time, was, was cool. So much but now, like, oh, shit. we can't have a, a, a toy, I mean, a, a cartoon camel. Well, the worst part was nobody, cigarettes. nobody in the family smoked Newports, so she would try to give them out, and they're like, I want Newports. <laughs> Eventually, she, when she worked for Marble, she was everybody's best friend. But Newport doesn't have, like, a non-menthol cigarette? Uh, I, don't so. I don't know. I don't have. I think they only go menthol. They only have menthol. I think they only go. I think that's their whole claim to fame. Is it they only? Is that menthol? they were the the menthol cigarette? Okay, I don't know. And they just well, have like, like Marlboro's got hundreds, hundreds but they oh, didn't shit. have. Or the, and there Marlboro, was like Marlboro's like M and M's. You know, there's like seventy different ones. So many that whenever I'm in a line and someone picks Marlboro, I just put my hands down because I know that they're never going to figure out the communication. We were, I want the silver Marlboro. Like last the year, ones, the gray ones, the gold ones. Last year, for some reason, I was oh looking at the prices of cigarettes. Oh my god, they're really expensive. But then you look and you're like. Holy shit, there's three fucking He's rows of Marlboro. the guy at the Walgreens about the price of cigarettes. This guy does not care. Because <laughs> it had been so long since I bought cigarettes or yeah. talked about cigarettes. It was like, wow, there's a lot of them. How do you know which is which? Because they got rid of light and ultralight and red. As someone who works they don't retail, have colors. We don't, don't want... Colors. Just buy your crap and go. What if you have questions? <laughs> yes, but you weren't buying cigarettes. You were just... I might have if he had better information. You weren't buying cigarettes. You don't know that. Yes, I do. I wasn't going to buy cigarettes. When I worked at Rite Aid. You thought you were just being funny. Nobody wants no, that. No, I really wanted to know why there were so many. I, I what is the to, difference with all of these here? There were times when I first started, I would just like put my hand somewhere and be like, where are they? To the left or yeah, to the right, yeah. up or down? But then eventually I was the one that put up the cigarette order and put in the cigarette order. So I knew where they all were. But at first I'm like, so if my hand is here... Where are yours? <laughs> one holder. It's also, always don't easier when you're the smoke. one that puts stuff away. And I still know a lot of people who dip, which is even, which is oh, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know a lot of people who smoke. Everyone and I know cherry, used to smoke. What is it? Cherry skull. skull. Like cherry, cherry skull. Everybody dipped cherry skull. No, they didn't. No one dipped cherry skull. Who the fuck were you <laughs> hanging out with? <laughs> I don't know. People. That's like all the dudes I went to A school with dipped cherry skull. Okay, all the dudes you went to A school with are morons. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> but that's what I remember about dip is that everybody had cherry skull. Yuck. Ugh. Or Copenhagen. Copenhagen. <laughs> if they were from the deep south. Skull, that's, baby. Got Gwen, a can of skull. Gwen's dad used to dip Copenhagen. Is that what turned you on to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I said there's lots of cigarettes. He got the there is a lot of smoking cigars, cigars to pipes okay. to cigarettes. And hey. the skinny man smokes the entire yeah, drive does. to Alaska. That poor hamster. 
Can you order cigarettes <laughs> on Uber Eats? Or, or, I don't know. Or DoorDash? You can order alcohol through... Can you, cause you're gonna when, get the, some cigarettes when the man's delivered for Amazon, yeah, you can, you can order, order alcohol. alcohol. I'm sure you can. I, I really want to send um, some new porcelain to Tony's house you just from Will's would, account. Ew, that's a waste of time. <laughs> or money. Uh, I couldn't well, even, so the I fucking couldn't even, just... couldn't even give those away. I don't even know anybody that smokes anymore. Right. Much <laughs> less Newports. I could probably just go into Norfolk and throw Do them. Do I know anybody that smokes? Mm. I think a couple guys at Jiu-Jitsu smoke. Sometimes, but... Well, and... like, Kiriana's quit. Because he stopped smelling like cigarette smoke. I think it was a girlfriend. Trying to think of who else smokes. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that actually smoke. Nah, everybody kind of gives it would, up. If you can't think of someone, then... Because you can smell them. Like, yeah. I know... Um, there's two ladies at work and one dude at work that smokes. There's some, but some they all older, smoke. They, none of them smoke Newports because you can... That's a distinctive smell, too. They all smoke like camels and most shit people like that. that. They're s- really old. Most people that wouldn't give up smoking switched over to vaping. Which is worse for you, everything. No. Well, I, I guess heard, it depends who you talk to. I think to. the science isn't completely in on that. I heard it makes men impotent. <laughs> See, that will keep me from doing it. <laughs> me too, but that's what I heard. Like, it's like, well, it's not confirmed. Is there a chance? Yeah. Yeah. I'm should, out. You need to pass that news along to your son. And be like, I'm out. You, you know what? Just say and put it yeah. out That there. could be one of those rumors that the tobacco companies I know, that's made the only up thing. just Truth. to keep you from com, fucking yeah. vaping. But yeah. you know what? That shit would work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got to keep the lights on somewhere over at truth.com. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so where are we now? Cigars. Uh, you got a cigar. Ruth got him cigars. Oh, Ruth got him cigars. Wow, we're still at the top of this page. Did he tell her yet about the bullet? Because I know he says yeah, he it'll heal it. in the usual way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what um, we're like, huh. <laughs> got shot by some kids. So Santa calls and he takes the government contract. Ruth comes in and he tells her that he was shot by some kids. Mm-hmm. And that, don't worry, it'll um, heal up in the natural way. natural way. Because she's like, let me look at it. And he's like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he must be like Wolverine healing factor. Who knows? Uh, Chris tells Ruth about how much money he's made off of the government with this new contract. And I mean, how much the world has made off of the two of them. You know, likeness rights alone, they could have been gazillionaires. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, why didn't we sell I was waiting for him to throw some shade on the Coke company, but he never did. I was like, yeah, he probably can't do that, but. (laughs) Not without Coke. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We don't even know if there's Coke in this universe. There may not even be Coke. That's true. When you hear Coke, Coke, you may think booger sugar. Coke didn't take over Santa's image. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're broke. So cut the skinny man who was out there and he's looking for Santa. So what he does like anybody else, he calls information and looks for an address on Christopher Griggle. Mm-hmm. This goes as expected. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like when they looked up Dracula on the internet in that one movie. <laughs> it's going to be a while. The interesting thing is that the name that everybody uses is Chris Kringle. There's no, like, other than Santa or Chris Kringle... There's no other name that he tries to look him up with. Whereas there's many versions of yeah. Santa's name. Uh-huh. Santa Claus. But he doesn't... He should have been Bobo Nicholas. Natalia. Uh-huh. Bobo Natalia. Whatever. Natalia is a woman's name. Whatever. <laughs> Mrs. Claus. Um, but, uh... Speaking of Natalia. But it's interesting that that's the only name he tries to look up. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was fine. fine. <laughs> All right. So, um... So then we cut to the skinny man doing jujitsu, and he's a black belt and he's a douchebag because he breaks somebody's he breaks arm. Yeah. arm for no reason. Holy shit! Now no one wants to go near you. Because and then he's like, "I broke his arm. I broke his arm." And he's like proud about it. I'm like, no one does that. If you do that oh. once, you're gonna get your ass kicked, or you're kicked out of the gym for sure. No, we're gonna kick the shit out of you first. <laughs> well, if you're a black belt, they can beat up everybody. Not all black belts can beat up everybody. I know. If this dude is. 
actually kills people for a living, so he's probably the well, black belt. also more there. than two people, so it doesn't matter. Well, Not it, beating up four people. I don't know. It just but then it cuts to Skinny Man eating an entire duck. Yeah. yeah like a Peking duck, like, by himself. <laughs> it's like... He's got all like his. A lot of food. He's in a restaurant with all his Santa research, and then she brings over a duck, and he talks to her in um, Mandarin. Mandarin, Cantonese. I guess. I don't, and then I he just know. like moves it out of the way. She drops the duck and just puts a little soy sauce on top and starts to eat. Starts going. And I was like, mm, I wonder what that tastes like. It looks kind of good, but it's a lot of food. It's a lot I'm a of big food. fan of duck, but really? I've only had it once. I've never had Peking it. duck. Well, you know what I've we should do. I've had duck a l'orange. <laughs> Well, we'll all go out one day for Peking Duck. How's that sound? I had ducktails. Woo! <laughs> Said a check who was cool. Yep, and he was a little Scrooge about the whole thing. Aww. All right, so we cut to Billy, who's got a package from his father for Christmas. And he's like, yes, this is great. And then he's like, Bahamas. What is he doing in the Bahamas? Ah, it's probably his girlfriend. And he runs upstairs in anticipation of what his father could have gotten him for Christmas. And all the anticipation builds up, builds up, builds up. And he opens it up, and it is a... Teddy bear. Which, he's like, the fuck is this? Stuffs it back in the box, throws it in the corner. At no point does he say, how old does this man think I am? Mm-hmm. Which is what I would say. Yeah. Which would have been better. Well, maybe he should have sent him some cigarettes and porn. Maybe. <laughs> mm. A laptop that's good for gaming and porn. <laughs> that's what your son wants. <laughs> so we cut the skinny man. <laughs> Audra sends me a text message this week. Oh, good. Now's a good Venmo? Time. I want to send him money for Christmas, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Here's his contact details. Ask him yourself. <laughs> yeah, FYI, that's, he does. That's one of those weird things. Like, my relatives will ask me about the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you do know they're like adults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom was like, what is Gwen want? I'm like, I don't know. Ask her. You have her number. She'd love to talk to you. <laughs> Only my father was like, hey, is his phone number the same? Yeah, okay, I'm going to call him. <laughs> no one else thought holy shit I could do that just call them and ask them yourself they won't tell me what they want for Christmas he's like I'm having a hard time finding gifts myself if I find out something good I'm not fucking telling you <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm keeping that for me maybe she'll maybe they'll tell you what they want and when you find out tell me <laughs> this is all this is everybody for themselves man you find out what someone wants you keep that shit to yourself oh shit alright so <laughs> We cut the skinny man who's looking at old pictures and uh, of a more mythological looking Santa. One of them is de- definitely Odin. Uh, he grabs a toy Go car shadow? and looks at it. Maybe. And on the bottom, there's a badge that says "Made in Santa's Workshop." It's a little police car. And he says, "Where the hell are you?" <laughs> I could have been skinny man. Jesus, looks after I'm a fatty right now. But um. <laughs> Skinny man. You would not qualify for skinny man, nor would you qualify for fat man. (laughs) You are well proportioned. (laughs) Although I might buy you for a tougher guy than this dude. (laughs) This guy, but this this guy's crazy, really. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he does. I mean, he is crazy. You totally buy him as crazy. All right. I buy him so, as like a serial killer. I totally do. He's like a serial killer, but not, not a professional you. hitman. No, oh, so I bought cereal like, upstairs. We can kill it. I don't know. He seems like a good planner. Wow. Wow. All right. So Skinny Man <laughs> finds a postal worker, and he's like, "Hey, where do all those letters go to Santa?" And he's like, "Well, funny you should ask. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "What?" He goes, "The boss might know. We get him. We collect him. We put him in like a little thing. But I don't know what happens to him." 
So he's like, all right, great, thanks. And he goes, all right, man, you have a good one. And the postman turns around, and he fucking shoots him. I'm like, does yeah. this guy yeah. shoot everybody he talks to? Yeah. Apparently. Leave no trail. No, he shot this guy because he wanted his uniform. No. Yes. Yes. In his truck. But also, leave no trail. Because he shoots the next guy, too. Because the next guy knew he was looking for Santa. Reminds me of uh, twins. United outside and in? Yes. Says, you know, it just dawned on me. No one's ever seen my face before. I don't see if that's a problem. He fucking shoots the guy. I want to see that again. They're making a a sequel. I I don't know what you're talking about. Twins with Eddie Murphy and Danny DeVito. Eddie Murphy, not Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? That's not the twins I've seen. (laughs) Eddie Murphy's going to be in the sequel. Somebody murders somebody in Twins? Isn't that a feel-good comedy? (laughs) No, because there's... Tough guys t- chasing them down. Remember, they're after. The- no, I don't remember. After, I don't remember like either. I have fusion engine or something. It's, no, that was just uh, kind of like a feel good comedy some kind of special engine. And apparently, they're, they're tracking them down. I know Devito's a loser, and, and Schwarzenegger's supposed to be really super smart, like Dolph Lundgren. But like Dolph Lundgren. Well, Dolph Lundgren is like a rocket scientist. That's why I said it because it's fun. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, friends, Dolph Lundgren is really smart. Yeah. A couple of PhDs. Mm-hmm. Like that and scene in um, Expendables 2 where he's like, you have a pen and wrote down the theory of special relativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably just did that from memory. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, I don't know much he about that He seems like the kind like... of guy that would just know that. He seems like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. So where are we now? All right, so cut the skinny man at the post office mm-hmm. who's now in postal worker uniform and notice how they never say USPS. Mm-hmm. It says postal worker. Mm-hmm. Because they're in Canada? I don't know. No, here they're in the United States. All right, so he goes over to the supervisor and says to him, Hey, man, I'm looking for the fat man. And uh, He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, honey, he goes, Santa Claus, motherfucker. It's like, this is weird. <laughs> he just, like, attacks him. All right, then he puts a gun to his head, and he tells the supervisor, Hey, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, look, 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 All I have is a P.O. box. We all send all the letters to the P.O. box. He's like, all right. And he drops a book and says, write it down. He's like, slower so it's legible. No, he goes, page. use a fresh page. Slower so it's... The guy's like, his head is on the desk with the gun on it. And he's like, trying to feel for a pen. And he's like, no, to the right. Your other right. <laughs> the guy's clearly in a high-stress situation. Yeah. Uh, so Skinny Man looks at the address and he goes, you've got to be shitting me. And then he kills him. No, he says, okay, we're done here. And er, er, goes to leave. And the guy goes, all right, our, so what now? And he goes, oh, well, I guess we're done here. And then he shoots him. Mm, two in a chest. Because he looks like he's just going to let him leave. Or he's just going to leave and not do anything. This page is taking a really long time. Interesting <laughs> things are happening in this movie. Why do you pick a movie you don't want us to talk about? All right, so we cut to Chris's work on the sleigh. And he pulls the bottom off. And you can see where the bullet, bullet holes <laughs> So not only did people shoot at him, like they identified this as Santa and cracked off some fucking rounds at Santa. You have got to be a special brand of little yeah, shit. shit. All right, so we've got the skinny man. Well, then again, if you know there's a Santa, for real, okay, and you're not getting toys, you probably get mad about if it. If you got cold last year, you're probably getting cold I don't know, year. man. I'm not like that. If, if there's somebody going around giving everybody presents and I don't get any... I'm still happy that there's somebody else giving other people presents. You you're know? a good guy. Tell I'm just saying, man. See? If somebody came and goes, I'm going to give Carly and Elena a present, I'm not going to be upset. I'm be like, oh, cool, you guys got presents. I'm yeah. not going to shoot at them. Yeah, most people aren't like that. People Unless they thought that they were going to shoot the reindeer. <laughs> Maybe they thought they could shoot them down and get everybody's You ever presents. had reindeer? It's really game. Uh, <coughs> kind of chewy. Hmm. 
That's more a Joe Rogan thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's because you're a good person. Most people are self satchels I guess. All right. So, uh, cut to skinny man who calls Billy and tells him that he's about to hit the road. You know, he's, uh, and he starts packing up, you know, his killing shit. His strange knife-looking thing. And he puts his John Wick clothes on. <laughs> and we cut to Ruth and Chris, because that's how I say them now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually wrote down Chris and Ruth, but I'm reading it the other way. <laughs> who are with a military man. And they all go into the workshop, and Chris tells the elves that they're going to, uh, they did a great job this year, and they're going to get crack on this year, next year's Christmas. Then he tells the elves, the, all the, he tells the elves all of the children are little fuckers. I need to make up for, you know, all as many toys as they're not making. So for the next two months, they're going to be doing a U.S. government contract. He turns them over to a captain who briefs them about what will be happening. And they military the whole shit up and put in, you know, car swipers. And, the which changes. I'm, and I'm thinking, they, I hope, are making bucks off fucking this. You know what I mean? They're making control panels for whatever they the newest spider jet is. To, for their whole year. Yeah, so they, hopefully he's making millions and but millions and like, millions. You have to take the bells off of your uniforms because they'll set off the, the metal detectors. You're get fingerprinted. Because, you know, ID badges. there's never been a problem. But now, all of a sudden, we need to put in all of these, you know, security measures. Because... Well, Control panels for fighter jets, I guess. Who gives a shit? They're uh, elves. They do. They're the military. <laughs> They're fucking elves. What are they going to do with them? <laughs> Sell them on eBay? There's something very weird. Like, the military seem... Is eBay a thing in this world? But the military are very kind of curious see. about the elves and don't, like, seem to know, we'll like... Get, we'll get to that. It's weird. All right, so Skinny Man comes to the border and he tells the agent that uh, he's here to kill some things. And he's, got, and he's got all these guns, and he's like, well, do you have this paper? And he's like, I've got this one. I've got the DD-214, the 5712, the 8719, and the, uh, the uh, 4709. And then there's a weird moment that you may have missed. Cause I was I, typing. Yeah. But there's a weird moment where he, like, stares at her and kind of, like, takes her in for a minute. Photo and then phone. they leave, and I was like, is he going to fucking kill the toll booth lady? Like, Jesus Christ, man. You're going to get caught. <laughs> you can't just kill everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so we, after the, all of those forms are there, and she says, boom, welcome to Canada. Santa lives in Canada. And I wrote in here. I knew it. Now, I think Santa lives in Alaska because he says when Billy wants to head, he says, I have to cross two international borders. That's what we were There on. is a point in the movie where it says, welcome to Alaska, when he's driving. We think, so he's, he goes, we think he's in Alaska. He has to cut through America to Canada to Alaska, we think. Yeah, that's fine. I was, well, I was like, you know, just take a ferry or something as opposed to driving through all that. Yeah, so he was like, why would you drive that far? I kind of had the idea that Santa lived in Saskatoon because it's fun to say Saskatoon. <laughs> he lives in Points Peak or something, or whatever. I think it's North Pole. Anyway, yeah. so we see the military has moved to the North Pole and they're making some changes. Chris is walking around looking at the changes and uh, even helps a little bit. Like some guys have knocked over some stuff. And they can't lift it up. He goes, hold on a second. He gives this kid, hold my hold my beer. Yeah. And he pulls hold my eggnog. And, and they look at him, and they look at him, and he goes, steroids. <laughs> and then walks away. Santa is strong. He makes his way into the barn, which is actually the workshop. It looks like you go into a barn, and then it becomes Santa's workshop. Uh, we see the elves don't have any names. They have numbers. That sucks. I like it's more it efficient. One. I like it better when they have names. This is Twinkle. This is Twinkie. I like that this they is... have names. Yeah, me too. This is seven. He's our foreman. What happened in one through six? We don't repeat numbers. <laughs> We've been at this a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris tells Seven that Christmas is at stake and we have to succeed. The captain tells Chris that he has spoken to his superiors and they are very happy with what's going on so far. 
Captain Lord, they have numbers instead of names. Um, skinny Man, then we cut to him who's driving. And he has brought his hamster with him. We see you have seen the hamster a few times earlier in the movie, but I didn't write it down because I didn't give a shit to think it was important. But evidently, he's now a pivotal character in the fucking movie. So <laughs> I write him down. Well, I personally would have brought my fish. I want fish. <laughs> I don't have fish. I keep waiting for Lane to buy me fish. Um, he had to bring the hamster because this is the dude who doesn't have friends that were going to hamster sit for him. <laughs> would you hamster sit for this guy? Yeah. The guy who broke somebody's arm at jujitsu. No. I'm not hamster for that, dude. <laughs> well played. Well played. Carly wins. He's got to bring it with him. Yeah, you got to bring a little rabbit. It's his bird. <laughs> my bird. My bird. No, no, hey, my bird. But if he had two snakes, they'd be facing each other. He seems to really <laughs> enjoy his hamster, too. Mm-hmm. He goes shopping for his hamster. Because he doesn't seem to be enjoying the trip. Do you know what the hamster's name is? Bill. Bill is right. Actually, I think that it's Walton or something. Nope, it's Bill. Fuck off. It's Bill. <laughs> but all hamsters are named Bill, according to our son. Chris. Our son wanted a hamster. Oh, for a okay. While. I was like, I don't and get this. He's like, <laughs> he wanted a hamster, and he's like, yeah, his name's Bill. Like he had picked out a name for his hamster, and then we never got my hamster because we had, we had some things in place. You have to do X, Y, and Z to get your hamster, and he would never do that. Hmm. So he never got a hamster, but he insisted that all hamsters were named Bill when he was a child. A small, was, small child. So now was, it's a joke. He was a little kid. But, you know, we want to make sure he didn't kill the hamster. <laughs> I mean, they're easy does it to matter what you call a hamster? They're not coming. So yeah. <laughs> call it whatever the fuck you want. So we cut to a skinny man at a pet shop. And the lady says, I wouldn't have taken you for a hamster guy. I would have taken you for a reptile guy. And like, then she's trying to sell him snakes and things, and he's like, "Snakes eat hamsters." Yeah. Here's my chameleons. I don't want a chameleon. He says, "I have a hamster." Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "You know what? You remind me of my mother. She was a bad listener and didn't know when to shut the fuck up." <laughs> That's a good line. Put down the list of favorite lines. Because I now remember that line as being very funny. Um, so, and we see Skinny Man driving, and he bought a hamster wheel. So the wheel's in his dashboard, and the hamster's driving. He's just driving along, smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Uh, cut to some... He bought everything for the hamster except for the hideaway house, because it wouldn't fit in his hamster cage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, we cut to some suits who are now up with Chris, and, uh, Chris... Ugh, words are fucking hard. They introduce themselves, but he's like, I know who you are. Right. And then the one guy's like, oh, I forgot about that. And then he says something about the one guy. It's been a couple, a tough couple years there, isn't it? And the guy gets all upset. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, he knows. He sees so, you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he's creepy like that. That man's got his eye on you. So uh, suits are impressed with what's going on. They want to order, offer him a 15-year contract. But Chris is like, nah, this is a one-time thing. And they're like, look. 15-year contract. Like, Next time, next year you're gonna have the same problems, and next year the money will not be what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And, he, and Chris looks at him and says, uh, and I quote, "Fuck off." Mm. Um, so now we cut to a road trip montage for the skinny man. I actually started writing out all the things he was doing. I was like, "Yeah, montage, delete, delete, delete." <laughs> Welcome He's to the podcast. Smoking a lot of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the podcast. He stops PM. for gas. Mm-hmm. He talks to a kid and says, "This is what I got for Christmas when I was your age." And oh no, that comes marks. up later. <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're about to do that. Um, so Skinny Man sees a kid playing with a plane, <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, when I was about your age, it's what I got for Christmas, and he shows that his arm got burned. And he, he asks him if he got that plane from Santa. And he looks at it, and there's the maiden Santa tag, and he's like, hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. 
150. And so he buys the plane. I really thought he was going to Debo that shit. Like, nice plane. Yeah, it's mine now. No, he pays for it. He pays for it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so lunchtime at the factory. We see that there is a lot of sugar and pie. I like pie. It's like Swiss rolls and it's it's like what he eats in Elf. Yeah. It's a cafeteria and there's at one point the one elf just takes big tablespoons of sugar and throws it on there as if they were mashed potatoes. <laughs> and the soldiers are watching the elves eat and they're like, Holy shit. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Seven talks to the captain and the captain's like, Look, um, you guys aren't you know, your color's a little off and you know I we can help you because you're, we know what's best for your fucking species. You have stunted well, growth and your coloring is weird. They are. They're all like greenish gray. Yeah. It's not. They do look sickly and ill. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, we've done many years of research and we found that a lot of sugar and carbs and power naps is the way to go for a long life. And, you, yeah, they and the sleep like, like oh, 20 so minutes every 12 hours or yeah. something like Eat that. Some, some protein. Some, uh, and the cab's like, no, we need to give you some protein and some vegetables and you'll be better. And he goes... Yeah, we've been doing this for hundreds of years. Yeah. Eat a dick. He said, that's why we live so long. And then the captain goes, well, is that Santa? And he goes, no, no, the gifting is what keeps him young. Yeah. So something about the magic of giving people kids is... Giving people kids. <laughs> giving kids gifts is what keeps Santa young and Enough healthy? Enough about Elaine's side job. Mark? And supernatural. The black market. She sent them down on boats. No, <laughs> I... I have a dam. So when Tony it. puts them on the boats, I secretly trap them and then puts them give in. them to people, I guess. I don't know. Tray bucket and you but shoot I... them. <laughs> you got to catch them like a running uh, It's not a tray bucket. Back. It's a treacher butt. Treacher butt. That's it's a trebuchet. I know what it is, but you don't call it that. No, it's a trebuchet. Tre- 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 I know what a trebuchet tre- is. I was trying to figure what a trade bucket was. <laughs> I wonder. Like, what's I, a trade bucket? I really wanted one of the soldiers to be like, well, how long, how old are you? And I wanted the elf to be like, I'm 604 years old yeah. or something. I'm older than your military. <laughs> older than your country, almost. All right, so uh, we cut to Chris who's getting some aggression out, Rocky One style. He's wearing the exact outfit that Rambo, Rambo, that Rocky wore. And this is the first time we see that he's actually a fat man. You can really see his gut in this. Um, so uh, you see some folders are down there. And their files on kids. Well, Ruth brings them out while he's punching. Well, we learn that later. <laughs> we learn that later. But he just we see some manila. Well, folders. we saw her do it. <laughs> I didn't see her do it. Okay. Maybe you're writing. I was probably writing. So he picks them up, and you see that like he got one girl like a fire truck, and she became a fireman. Uh, mm-hmm. He got one kid like an easy bake oven, and he became a chef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. Success stories. And he gets a little misty. And he comes in. And he tells Ruth. Thanks for this. <laughs> and she's like, you're welcome. And he tells her, I'm going to go check the P.O. box the next day. And um, yada, yada, yada. And we find out they have supported each other. And it's a good working marriage. Good for them. Ruth talks about how their marriage works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. It's really Not always nice. easy. And then as they're talking, Santa tries to get some. And I wrote, yep, he's still a guy. <laughs> It's cool. They're married. She's like, you need a shower. <laughs> and he's like, is it that bad? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, damn. All right. So, Skinny Man arrives in town. And I like the idea of Santa still trying to get some after 600 years. Good yeah. for him. Skinny he's not vaping. Yeah. <laughs> Santa doesn't vape. He smokes cigars and eats cookies. And whiskey. And whiskey. Evidently, that's the magic. That's, that's the magic. Diet Better than Viagra. It's very stereotypical masculine Santa. Yeah. yeah. 
guys didn't get to see the crazy eyes that that accompanied that yeah. <laughs> All right, so Skinny Man arrives in town and hits the post office, and he asks about the Chris's P.O. box, and the clerk's like, yeah, I'm not telling you about that. He's like, we don't have any Actually, that thing's been here since before the post office. No, <laughs> he says... We so, don't even have a last name. It's just Chris's. He, he doesn't say, I'm not going to tell you that. He says, like, the skinny man pretends that he's working on something with Santa. And the guy, it sounds like at first he's not going to give him any details. But then we see he's looking it up. And he's like, yeah, no, we don't have an address. We don't even have a last name. It's not the guy isn't going to help him. It's that the guy doesn't have any details. It's like, I don't have any information. I don't even have a last name. That thing's been here before, since before my grandfather ran the post office. <laughs> and the bartender comes in and... And tell Skinny Man, you know, what Chris drives. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see Chris. Hey, is he still driving that green green Chevy? No, the red, red Ford. Ford. He's like, gotcha. So then Skinny Man goes uh, and gets some new stuff. He goes and buys a new coat and some new skis. He seems unprepared for the weather. Mm-hmm. And he buys, he buys a, and he's looking through clothes like green is ugly. I don't like the red. And he's like, ooh, the white. Ooh. He rubbed one on his face. I don't like duck whatever it is, the duck canvas. <laughs> it's a very weird way to buy a coat. It's uh, so funny. All right, looks, all right. And so it looks like Skinny Man is on a stakeout and he gets a call from Little Shit. And that's how he has him saved in his phone. Uh, he wants the keepsake from his job. He's like, I want you to sever Santa's head, bring with him. This is where we find that he's like, I have to cross two, yeah. um, two international borders and a bunch of state lines. Yeah. Heads and aren't good to have. He- you have to heads. have a cooler. You have to. <laughs> they stink. He's like, I'm not doing that for anybody. Yeah, that puts he's me like, great fine. Personal risk. I want his beard, and he goes, No, I'm not I'm doing. Not. That. I'm shaving a dead man's beard off. <laughs> <laughs> I just like this conversation where this guy is pretty. Oh, like this is a hit man. He does all these unorthodox jobs, but he's like. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is my lie. Shave a dead man's beard? No. How about his coat? I'll bring you his coat. So yeah. they negotiate a little bit, and then they settle on the coat. I'll yeah. bring you his coat. Yeah. He's like, all right, that's, that's doable. I can do a coat. Um, but little shit wants constant updates. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Eat a dick. Yeah. All right, so next day, Chris is seen eating cookies. Listening to some old-timey country music as he drives. Chris meets up with the bartender, and he's like... She's like, hey, whiskey. He's like, nope, I just came in to say hi. She's like, well, how about a glass of milk? He says, that would be wonderful. Warm milk. Would you like me to warm it up for you? And he's like, that would be dandy. Would be dandy. She's like, you're not your usual gluten <coughs> self. Things are looking up. <laughs> Which Saint makes milk. you wonder how many years he's been in this slump, slump so to speak. How bad have kids been getting? Mm-hmm. All right, so we cut the skinny man who dumps out a bottle of pee. From his car, from his little stakeout. Welcome back to the podcast, P. And we saw him pee. Has he? Have we seen that? There's a point where we yeah, see somebody during the pee. montage. He pee. yes, he yeah. pees on the side of the road. But this is even grosser because he, he peed also, into a bottle, and then he pee, he dumps the pee out, and then he takes the bottle and he like throws he, it on the dash. Oh it. my god! Yeah. No thanks. Just <laughs> litter. <laughs> That's Elaine's new T-shirt. <laughs> Just litter. <laughs> If there was ever a time to litter, though, it's your bottle of pee. Just throw it under your car, man. What if you have to pee again? Just, Just litter. Saying. What if you have to pee again? Yes, I guess you're right and I'm wrong, but oh my god. <laughs> it's really Just bothering litter. me. I don't know why it really bothers you. Every time you sweat, you pee all over yourself. It's not the same. It is. It's not the it's same. It's a little bit more concentrated, but still basically the same. There's not really ammonia in sweat. 
I said it's a little bit more concentrated, this, but it's basically the same thing. It's fine. All right, so. Um, who the fuck is Herman? Oh, Herman was the post office guy. Because <laughs> Chris walks in and he says, hey, Herman. I'm like, who the fuck is Herman? Uh, so Herman tells Chris that the guy was here looking for him, and he's like, oh, yeah. A uh, guy looked like he couldn't find his ass from his elbow. Skinny guy Skinny in a suit. Skinny guy suit. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, we're working together. Because <laughs> um, Santa thinks it's one of the government suits. Yeah. And as Chris leaves, we see that Skinny Man's got him in the scope, but he can't get a clean shot. So I was like, you're going to shoot him now? In, in the, the middle, middle of the fucking he street? He doesn't even have his coat. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're hard to kill somebody, I just took the coat that he was wearing. Like, here's his coat. That's not Santa's coat. That's the one the motherfucker had on. Technically, it is Santa's coat. <laughs> and here's Technically, the it's nobody's coat because he's dead. You didn't say which coat yeah. you wanted. You said you wanted Santa's coat. Yeah. Here's Santa's coat. Santa's got like 15 coats. I'm sure. He's it's a cold. coat guy. Yeah. 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 He's 7,000 years old. Yeah. He's not Acquire some coats. They mm-hmm. never talk about that. Just that he's been around for a long time. Yeah. From the All beginning. Right. Uh, In the beginning. In the Chris. beginning. <laughs> there was Chris. Ruth apparently is immortal too because she's been with him long. Because they talk about it. We knew when we started that this wouldn't be easy. Well, they got the Santa magic. <laughs> well, we don't know what kind of magic it is. It was Zul. Zul gave him immortality. It's, she's got those magic cookies. She's doing that. Uh, you're reading, re- rereading Harry Potter. She's got the stone. She's yeah. putting little bits in the cookies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the philosopher's stone? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, the she's got, stone. Ruth's got some horcruxes. I don't know why they changed it from philosopher to sorcerer when they, they made the book in in American. Mm. Evidently, so they, they thought the philosopher was hard for Americans to say. Do their you books? Know, you don't really need to read it. You don't need. Is to philosopher that harder than sorcerer? <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have Both a list. Are complex words. And and those are different kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> One guy sits around. Stone is a thing from, you know, history. One guy sits around and thinks shit up. <laughs> One guy sits around and makes shit up with old man shoes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Skinny Man uh, um, follows him mm-hmm. uh, because he can't kill him. So he follows him, and as Chris turns off, we see that uh, Skinny Man passes him and gets out on foot. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, Skinny Man, to his surprise, looks a little surprised to see I have the gate guards at Santa's house. <laughs> this is serious all of a sudden. Like, I was not expecting there Check to be points. soldiers here. Can you stop kicking me? I was again? just going to walk up and shoot him. But there's there's guards everywhere. <laughs> and we cut. It doesn't stop him or make it any more difficult for him, though. <laughs> nice prep for this. So we cut to Billy, who's gotten a letter from the school informing him that Christine has cheated. Christine, yeah. Admitted to cheating. And here is your blue ribbon. And he's like, dear, dear, Roy. And he looks around to show everybody, and he, all of his friends are there. And he's alone. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to Skinny Man who's getting his stuff ready and it looks like it's killing time uh, just then he gets a call from the little shit but he's like nope throws the phone in his trunk shuts the trunk <laughs> and he heads out so Chris goes to the house and talks to Ruth and she just finds out that she's been knitting a blanket and he's like hey let's see how it fits it's a bit big and he's like well we always wanted a bigger bed <laughs> stress knitting Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that looked like a nice-ass blanket. <laughs> it, it looked warm. Yeah. yeah. looked comfortable. I mean, she's wearing a coat while she bakes cookies. <laughs> and they have it's a wood-burning stove in, <laughs> in the Alaska. bedroom. It's cold in their house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have a wood-burning stove in their bedroom. <laughs> Shit, place is cold. 
<laughs> and they have a shared moment about the bad mood that Chris has been in. But he's better now. He's looking forward to getting back to the way it used to be. Then it looks like um, he wants to give her his candy cane. Oh, snap. Oh. And he does. His Yule log. She's down for <laughs> testing out her new blanket. <laughs> Well, the climactic shootout sequence took four days to film with the temperature hitting as low as 36 below zero. Fuck Damn. You. Celsius. Cold. Celsius. Not Fahrenheit. Celsius. Oh, okay. Which is even cold. <sighs> All right. Continue on. So we cut to the gate guards who have just been murdered by the skinny man. Yeah, this guy does shit. And he makes his way through the compound and into the workshop. Skinny man has a few more kills on the way. And throws what I assume are explosives around. He's got these cylinders, yeah. but it doesn't really say what they are. But later on, they explode. Yeah, he's fucking blowing the whole place up. Not just killing Santa, destroying the whole killing operation. All these Question mark. Was, he's killing Christmas. So one of the elves just happened to pick up one of the bombs, and Skinny Man's like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" And, and the elf is like, "Are you with the government?" Yes. He goes, "Oh, okay, great." And he's like, "All right, why don't you just give me that?" And the elf was like, "Oh." Yeah, it looks like a bomb. It just fucking takes it apart. Yeah, it takes it apart in like two seconds and throws and, all the pieces down. And runs away. And so then uh, the skinny man says shit. He, he actually says shit. says shit. And then he knows he's, he's got to cover his, his ass. ass. <laughs> Someday we'll do lethal weapon. I bet you like goat butts. <laughs> he was painted. <laughs> oh, man. So, all hell starts to break loose. Um, soldiers now know there's an intruder in there and, and Seven figures this out and, and it's going to be a code yellow alarm and all the elves have to evacuate. Except for Seven who's there to fucking, you know, I thought he was going to like tack himself up and be like, yeah. alright, it's time to go to work. It'd be like an elf with like Rambo. But now also, he, a man broke in and shot several, several soldiers and put bombs everywhere and that's just a yellow? Like, what's a red alert? <laughs> I don't know. Easter all right. bunnies coming? <laughs> so there's a firefight and these guys are spending a fortune and yeah. friends let me tell you if they were shooting for shit they wouldn't get a whiff and if you don't get that go back and listen to our Holly Davis and Marble Man episode which you've already seen because yeah. apparently everyone has it's a great movie <laughs> you should listen to that episode again if you've listened to it once before friends treat yourself it's Christmas time <sighs> alright so Seven calls Santa um, and says hey there's an intruder here get your gat you punk ass bitch oh sorry that was the other guys okay Santa needs his gat. And he pulls out the box from under the so, bed. And we see him and go into the box. We see he has a couple of guns. Santa takes a gun on Christmas Eve? That's probably good. I mean, and, he got shot. I, mean, I know, but still. <laughs> I mean, like, he should probably be wearing body armor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. It's rough out there. Now that I'm thinking about that Santa Claus movie where they're like, now your suit is flame retardant. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, if he could be flame retardant, you should probably be packing, too. I bet you, in that movie, Tim Allen had a gun. You yeah. just didn't see it. Because it looked like they took care of that kind of shit. Yeah. In that movie, they did. They had the guard, and they had the... Uh-huh. They had a whole bunch of shit. They didn't, they didn't show you the kid's movie, but they gave him, like, a Beretta. It was like, and hold on to this. Yeah. Just in cases. But the kid's got an automatic. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Brady, see the Don't touch, don't touch that. This will have to Anything you need, Leo... Yes. Okay. 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 All right. So we got the skinny man who's shooting a few more soldiers, but I have yet to see him shoot an elf. So. I think he shot a couple. I didn't see it. I said. I didn't say it didn't happen. I said I didn't see it. Elves attack him, and then he throws them off, and then they just scatter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Just then, they're skinny, not exactly Legolas. They're just here to make toys. <laughs> skinny man blows up the factory. Yeah, he's like, and you just there you hear Santa yell, "That's enough, Jonathan Miller, you twisted child." But more mm. gravelly. <laughs> like I need more whiskey to add that. So whiskey and cigars. <laughs> skinny man pulls out the police car, throws it at him, and says, "The only thing you ever got me." Chris apologizes and says, hey, I couldn't replace your parents. Oh. There are limits to what I can do. Apparently he wrote him tons of letters over the years asking for Santa to bring his parents back. Because his parents... Well, new parents. New parents. New parents, it, parents yeah. Well, we're not sure if he... If his parents died and he was in foster homes or if he just wanted to different parents because his parents were abusive. I get the idea. So that either clear, way, but he either was way. abused and yeah. Santa could not do anything about that. Skinny man tells... Santa, that he's, I've come for your head, fat man. It's not like that at all. He's like, you think you're the first? I didn't get this job because I'm jolly. No, he says, you think you're the first. I got this job because I didn't get this job because I'm fat and jolly. Which is a good line. I'm having a hard time thinking of a favorite line. Gunfight. There's a lot that happens in this, but I wrote yeah, down gunfight. Gun I mean, it's a gunfight. <laughs> it's a gunfight. We know what happens. They run around. You shoot, I shoot. You shoot, I shoot. Nobody hits anything. And much to our surprise, the skinny man, I mean, he shoots well, Santa in the face. Santa, <laughs> Santa runs out of ammo. Santa runs out of ammo, hides behind the woodshed, hits skinny man in the face with a log. Well, he does tag skinny on right. the yeah. shoulder. Yeah. All right, could you just go through your well, notes? You said, I just wrote gunfight. So then I'm like, okay, we can talk about the gunfight. <laughs> I didn't realize you wrote gunfight and then described the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I skipped the gunfight. You guys skipped over the gunfight and went to the end. Yeah. Okay, well then tell us the end <laughs> so we can talk about it. So at one point, skinny man is on um, side of a pile of logs. Fat man is on a pile of logs mm-hmm. that is adjacent to it. They're doing that movie thing where they walk at the same speed mm-hmm. in the same direction. He's having to be there because Santa's out of ammo, as you've already said. So he grabs a log and he starts beating the bejesus. Yeah. Out of Jonathan. But we can call him Jonathan now. Mm -hmm. And, but just then, we remember, oh, hey, he had that, Skinny Man had that stabby weapon that showed up one time. Yeah. And they wouldn't have shown it if it wasn't going to come up. And he stabs Chris. And Chris goes, In the back. You, he says, shit and motherfucker. He says, shit, motherfucker. Then he stabs him again. And this time it goes through his chest. And you're like, like, oh my God. And then, he shoots Santa in the face. And he shoots him in the face. Waiting for Ruth to intervene yeah. or something, and then he just does it. We're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, because I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, "Okay, this isn't this isn't stressful." Because I know Ruth's gonna shoot him. He's not gonna. Oh my god! He just blew Santa's fucking brains out. That's what I said. It was like, "Holy shit!" He killed Santa. And I think oh, that's god. the genius of this movie. Is that everybody? Everybody. Expected, there was no way that I was expecting everybody's, it to happen. Everybody's like, "Okay, Ruth's gonna shoot him in the back. He's gonna." I thought something over. was gonna happen. Ruth's gonna help know, him the, up. There's a myriad of ways they could come out. Could have been anybody, yeah. But no, with the with the obvious, he just fucking shot Santa in the eye. Yeah. (sighs) And skinny man looks for a minute, and then Ruth shoots him, and he goes, "Eh, "Motherfucker!" She wings him. Yep. Damn it, didn't kill him though. And right now, runs in the house. So he starts shooting back at Ruth, and I'm actually yelling at Ruth, "Shoot that motherfucker!" Yeah, shoot that motherfucker. (laughs) I don't know why it bothered me so much. Like that guy killed Santa. Shoot his ass. You're, you're a rare breed. I'm, you're a rare breed if you're not Team Santa. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, Herbie's like, yeah, get that motherfucker. Oh, no, it's Santa, man. He gives children presents. <laughs> so then Ruth goes in the house and Skinny Man follows her. And so he comes just in the door. And you see he's looking around this for her. And she's behind him, and he's the like, door creaks Fuck. open. You're like, yeah. Well, he sees the blood trail, so he's following it. Yeah. But she's hiding behind the she's door. No dummy. And then she fucking has the iron right yep. to his head and says, "I'm sorry." Boom! Dodge, Kills that motherfucker. And this. I'm starting to yell, "Double tap, woman! <laughs> double tap!" But she oh, runs shit. out to Santa and cradles him. And, and she's saying, it'll be all right, Chris. I'm like, wait a minute. That motherfucker's like, alive? Like, you know, he's dead. But then he, like, grunts. And like, holy shit, Santa's tough as shit. Santa took one in the face. She's like, just try to relax. Yeah. Like, basically, it's going to heal. It's going to heal in the normal way. It's going to suck. <laughs> I mean, you think he got this job because he's jolly? Apparently not. So Seven goes in to check on Skinny Man. And now I'm yelling, stomp that motherfucker. Yeah. But he just <laughs> takes his notebook out of his pocket, which... Why? Why is no one putting more attention to Skinny Man? You got He's yeah. dead. He's Are not a su- sure? he's not he's a supernatural Christmas <laughs> bean. Oh yeah, well, he just killed a bunch of people. Stomp that motherfucker. It's true. Cut to Billy. <laughs> Who tells his maid he'll be working from his room all night and he's not to be disturbed. Just as he walks by, we hear his grandmother on the phone talking to the bank about why is so much money gone? Uh-oh. I didn't write those checks. Spaghettios. She said, verify my signature, and I want all these things verified. We Track are going to get that motherfucker. If I have a rat, I'm going to get the rat. Like, this, the whole time we've seen her as this kind, elderly, sick woman. But here we see that she just seems to be as much of an asshat as Billy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is she an asshat? Someone but, stole her money. She is justifiably but upset. she's not like... An old oh. lady who's maybe a little out of it. She's like, no, she's this is like, my no. money, and I want you to send these documents here right now. We're no. going to figure out who it but is. <laughs> so you, you, no, the way that they portray her character, the way that she gets angry and how she speaks, may, alludes to the fact that maybe she isn't this nice, kindly woman like we thought the whole time. Yes, Billy's been stealing from her, and yes, he's an evil little shit. But this kind of alludes to the fact that maybe she's not n- all nice and kindly. Maybe that's the way that it. she's talking about getting this rat. We'll get this rat. You know, like just the garbage anyway, that she whatever. Uses. Anyway, so we cut to Billy, who's putting drugs into some milk. Yeah, it's like this motherfucker's gonna kill his grandmother. Yeah, gonna kill his grandma. Because <laughs> he says, "We'll see who gets the rat." Just then, Ruth bursts into the room. No, um, the maid comes in, and he's like, "Well, they I rang the I told doorbell." You I thought I told you I didn't want to be disturbed. Leave me alone. And then Ruth comes in. And the maid is looking like, going to get uh-huh. your ass, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Because in comes fucking Santa with an eye patch. And I yeah. wrote, I'm like, he looks just like Odin. Then you remember that Santa is Odin. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. And he was um, in the beginning. And he drinks the fucking milk. Yeah. I was like, he goes, fucking mm, baller, fentanyl, man. That'll get the job done. I was like, this guy is... I was like, I want more of this dude, man. This fucking badass Santa. I was like, we need more sequels, because this guy yeah. is fucking awesome. He says he's taking it proactive. And fentanyl, like, it's... If you touch it, it can hurt you. You know, it's, like, so powerful. And he was dumping fentanyl in this drink. So he was going to kill the fuck out of The reason people are dying from heroin overdoses isn't heroin. It's the fentanyl. Yeah. They're, they're cutting the heroin fentanyl. And that's what's killing people. Yeah. It's so. the smallest amount. But Santa's just like. Santa oh, fucking drank it. Yeah. was like. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like eh. Well, he still seems to be in a lot of pain. Yeah, there's that. Not anymore. Oh, that's not no, he's take care of now. He's, he's, he's supernatural. Now. We don't need the reindeer. Keep going. All right, right. So um, uh, Chris blames himself for the current state of affairs, but tells Billy he's going to start to be proactive. And it starts with you. 
And then he fucking threatens the shit out of Billy. Yeah. If your mo- grandmother dies, if if the there's a hair hurt on Christine Christina Christina's head, I'm coming for you. I'm going to rip you out of your bed while you sleep. <laughs> the fat man has an eye on you. No, Ruth unwraps his head, and we see his his socket where yeah. he has wound. this still healing, gaping, gross wound, and then he's like. Batman's got his eye on you. It's a flair for the dramatics. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut to Ruth who's making cookies, and we see that the hamster made it. They kept the hamster. They, kept the, they hamster. kept the hamster. Good for them. They found it in his car. Yeah. So they kept the hamster. Finders keepers. Seven is working on plans for to repair the shop. Ruth comes and gives the elves a 15-minute break, and he's like, no, nah, we're good. He's like, take 15 minutes. He's like, we'll take 15. <laughs> when a lady um, with cookies asks you to take a break, you take a break. You, you gotta, take a cookie. Gotta wonder about the hamster. So this hamster was one of the Santa gifts. Bill. So is he just gonna give it back? No, he keeps that one. It, it reminds. Does he him. know who's? You would wonder if he knows whose hamster this was. It reminds him. <laughs> Ruth gives the elves a break. Yada yada yada, and they say that Santa tells Ruth that they're gonna have a new workshop. It's gonna be bigger and better soon. Movie over. Yeah, everybody's and everybody wins. Wins. So what do you think? Oh, I'm saving you for last. Oh, Tony. Because nice. <laughs> I'm interested to see what you think. Oh, <laughs> I know right. he's going to like it. <laughs> My favorite character, it was a... Uh, it's tough, man. It's kind of a tie between Ruth and Chris. Ruth doesn't have a big part, but she's so, like, supportive. Mm-hmm. you got to love her, so mm-hmm. it's, it's Ruth and Chris. My least favorite character is Billy. He's a piece One of shit. shit. Yeah. My favorite line is, uh, you wouldn't be the first. You, how do you think I got this? You think I got this job because I'm fat and jolly. Uh, my favorite scene is the end when he threatens Billy because it's awesome uh, and my favorite Trisha object is the thank you letters the little kids send I thought that was cute and I think that's it right Do-do-do-do-do. yeah and I'll, I'll give you the movie I I, I kind of wish there was a little bit more to it but I understand it's an independent film that has a badass Santa so it's not going to do well in markets but I think for us it was cool and I, I wanted a little bit more but I, really wish but they, I yate it yeah I really wish they'd make another yeah. I mean we'll see yeah um because this is the first time I picked a movie without seeing him. I went a la carte later. Oh, a la carte. A la carte. <laughs> I thought he was going to say a la carte. I know. A la carte. A la carte. Uh, Elaine. All right. My favorite character is Ruth. Although runner up to the skinny man. I really like really? him. Skinny man? Like, he's not he's a fun. good guy, but he was a really interesting character. Yeah. He was fun. Uh, my least favorite character is Billy the shit kid. Yeah, he's going to be tough to beat. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is Santa versus the skinny man in the snow. Cool. I just it's a cool gunfight and it, it was just shot well too. Ends in just such a dramatic manner. I was so good. Uh, my favorite line is snakes eat hamsters. You know you remind me of my mother. And then the shop lady's like, really? She's all excited because she thinks he's gonna say something really sweet. And he goes, yeah, she wasn't a good listener and she never knew when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is the hamster Bill because it's a hamster and he's cool and I love hamsters. They're so adorable and cute. This movie is really interesting. <laughs> and it's worth a watch. I'm going to give it a yay. I'd watch it again. All right. My favorite character, also Ruth. She was good. <laughs> 
She was a very good wife. <laughs> Freezing her ass off in that house, making cookies for everybody. And, it's not I like, like, and she's doing so it for eternity. Supportive. It is a yeah. really good relationship dynamic. Yeah. And which you don't see a lot in movies. There's always got to be conflict. So there's always some kind of problem. You don't love me enough or you're too busy making toys. No, she's like, I understand your fucking job. We've been doing this forever and I support you. Bam. I support you with this. You stuck with me when I did the vegan baking. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fire's still there. Yeah, literally in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, Probably not a lot of little babies running around. Well. His favorite character, also Billy. He was awful. My favorite scene, same as Elaine's, the fight with. I kept writing the thin man. It's not the thin man. It's the skinny man. I also wrote the thin man. That's the guy from uh, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Which I I gotta say, Crispin Glover could have played the skinny yeah, man. Yeah, he would have been, well, been great. <laughs> Anyways, um, my favorite tertiary object was, I don't know what they're called. I wrote the grip, hand, strengthener, squeezy things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but he's on the phone and he breaks one and he has got like a whole yeah. stack of them. My dad had one when I was a kid and I remember playing with it. I don't know why, but I thought it was cool back in the day. Um, and my favorite line is the same as Tony's. I come for your head, fat man. He's like, you think you're the first. I didn't get this job because I'm... Fat and jolly, or whatever. You know. Which, why did you get this job? I'm very intrigued about this. Apparently, he's immortal, has a healing factor. I'm, but I'm very intrigued about this because origin story. Yeah. That's, That's what I want. True. I want this Santa's origin old story. Santa, old man Santa. Yeah. How did he get this job? Is he just a human? Did he make a deal with some somebody? Changeling sort of a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's happening here? And I want I, that origin story. I really liked the kind of grittiness of this movie. Like very realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like usually when you have a Santa movie, the the North Pole and his whole workshop is all colorful yeah. and everything's so yeah. clean and nice, and everything was just gritty. The magic. Is the really the sleigh was just yeah. an old wooden sleigh, and the factory was kind of dark and depressing, and the elves aren't chipper little kids they're they're kind of green and yeah. <laughs> and look a little sickly and they didn't yeah. once say the best way to spread christmas cheer is to sing loud for the world to hear. no there was no christmas music that i no. remember in this Just movie so, i think all. there was a little bit in the truck which he turned off the first time yeah so mm-hmm. i will say i i liked that i liked that it was different and and like more real and gritty and grown up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also gonna yay it. I I almost picked as my favorite tertiary object just the grittiness of it. <laughs> but I I picked an object instead. But I just really like I appreciated that that this isn't some place where everybody's happy all the time. This is real life, and sometimes this job sucks, and sometimes you gotta make bad choices and stuff. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go shoot cans and punch a punching bag. <laughs> Sometimes you even need to kill him. All right. So my favorite character was also Chris. Um, my least favorite character was Little Shit. My favorite tertiary object was the Napoleon picture in the beginning because it, it was in like the background. No, I was joking about that. Every scene and there was just no, it was centered in every scene, but there was no reason for it. Um, my favorite scene is when Santa confronts Bill at the end. He's like, I'll rip you out of your bed and fucking kill you, you little shit. Mm-hmm. And my favorite line, you, a bunch of you stole, so I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with... I'm looking for the fat man. Santa Claus, motherfucker! <laughs> it's my backup. <laughs> and I will yay this. 
I had not seen this. Me and Tony both wanted to see yeah. this last year, and for some reason, we didn't. Yeah. And then Christmas was over, and yeah, you just don't. Yeah, you don't want to watch it when it's not Christmas. And then I saw this had come up in something, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it for the podcast. Yes! So? It's a weird, like, darker Santa story that isn't horror, you know? Yeah. like. It could easily have been a horror movie, though. No, yeah. yeah. It could have leaned into a lot of the scary supernatural parts, but that wasn't the point, you know. And that might be why it was so hard to shop it, because it wasn't for kids. It's not for horror fans. <laughs> it was good, though. It was I for mean, the four of us, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's for everybody. You should go watch it. It's interesting. Carly. All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Tony will post a couple pictures of the food. <laughs> Thanks, and, I, Will. and I'll be giving out Will's uh, DoorDash numbers, and if anybody wants anything. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week. On the podcast. For Tony's pick? <laughs> okay. How do you not know? <laughs> All right, so I know I... My uh, genre is vampires. Uh-huh. I mean horror. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not this... true. You did all those um, Jason and Freddy movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's horror. That's but, a lot uh, of it. We did a couple of werewolf ones. So because it's a New Year's coming, it's going to be. Well, I'm going to be 2022, right? Mm-hmm. New Year, New You. Yeah, New Year, New You. So I'm trying to. I'm going to give every. I think everybody's had enough of 2021. They've had enough horror in their life. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do something that I'm going to pull the the rare card that I that I've never. I don't think I've pulled before. I'm going to do a comedy. Whoa. Whoa! A dark comedy? No. Or just a regular just comedy? A comedy. Fun! What are you no, picking? Nothing dark. Well, maybe a little dark. I'm doing 2009's 17 again with Matthew Perry, Zach Efron, and Zach Michelle, Efron. And Michelle <laughs> Zach Efron movie? Yep. Oh my I god! I think this came up because. Wait a minute, is this the I, one, uh, they play basketball? Yeah, I admitted I had never seen a Zach Efron movie, and then Tony was like, well, this is my favorite one. You should watch it. And then he's like, fuck it, I'm picking it for the podcast. Did you, you never saw New Year's Eve? She never saw I've never Baywatch seen either. Baywatch is any okay. Zach Efron movie. Baywatch is not okay. You like Baywatch? <laughs> no, oh my no, god, Baywatch that movie is, is so terrible. Oh, that's funny. I really like Zach Efron. I, I wish he would. Seen him in. I wish he would get better movie roles because he's good looking and very he entertaining. A good looking man. I would get it. Get it. <laughs> no, but he's really funny. Like he's he, really grown into it. <laughs> yeah, but he's really funny. The funny like, part of this movie is that. Zach Efron grows into Matthew Perry. And I was like, I don't know what fentanyl he was doing, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> but, not that Matthew Perry's an like, unattractive man. He's not an unattractive man. He's just not carved not from Zach Efron. He, was, he, does, he does these kind stock. of... Brad they're Pitt not. They're not National Lampoon, but they're that National Lampoon esque kind of comedies. Yeah. Like he did that movie Neighbors. Supposedly that's really good. I haven't seen it. I did uh, not. The first one was okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, I don't... He's really one. great in it, okay. but the problem with Neighbors is uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, yeah. I fucking hate Seth. He's Seth not is, good. No. Seth Rogen was good in um, Knocked Up, but that was the exception. Yeah. Like he was good that like, one time, and yeah. then he does that same thing, and it's like you're not funny, dude. Yeah, nah, but the premise of Neighbors is a young newlyweds move in next to a frat house. Yeah, the fucking frat guys led by Zac Efron, they're fucking hilarious, and it's so good. And that premise is very classic, the mm-hmm. the neighbor, noisy neighbors and yeah. that stuff. But Should've the couple, the they're not, like, the people that play the couple, you don't like them. Uh, you don't feel bad for them because 
fucking they're it's not Seth funny Rogen. they're not sweet yeah. they're just annoying like yeah. they deserve all the shit that they're uh, getting what's, oh i can't remember the girl's name in that though. i don't know she's not terrible but i don't like her very much either but but either way that's that's what i went with i figured i'd take a break from ghosts and monsters and killers again and pull the comedy plug so what are you a 15 year old girl <laughs> I watched it. I don't know why I watched it. I was up late. I was up late last one night. You couldn't couple, sleep six months ago, and I was like, "What is this shit?" And I started watching. I was like, "Oh, Matthew Perry movie." I haven't seen Matthew Perry in a movie in a long time, and I watched it. I was like, "That wasn't bad." You know what movie I really okay. like, which is not, which is in the same kind of vein of "What Are You a Fifty Year Old Girl?" John Tucker Must Die. Oh yeah, that one is good. Or uh, it's not that. Went a date with Todd Hamilton or something. Was it Todd <laughs> Hamilton or whatever? Yeah, something I saw like that. that one night. I'm gonna turn this off now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>